The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next, Jamie Redkey helps young adults explore God. One third of this generation uh, claims to be nothing. When you ask what their religious affiliation is, they say, I'm nothing. And so there's a sort of a pandemic happening in the US. And yet with all that sort of negative statistics, 3.8 million searches on the word Jesus on, on Google, on Google, on Google. to be with you, and we want to thank you and thank all of you. I'm James Robinson, my wife Betty, and I welcome you to life today. We're in the last week of our emphasis at this time on Mission Water for Life. And I don't mind mentioning that because you have made it very clear that you really love to give fresh, clean water to people that have never had it because you know you're giving them life. And you're not only giving them water for life, they're going to hear about the water of life. Well, our guest is a very gifted person and has uh, been part of establishing a website that really inspires people to explore God and actually discover the greatness of God because of the effectiveness of it. But uh, Water for Life had a whole lot to do with the first time she really got to know life today. Her name is Jamie Radke. I want you to welcome Jamie to life today. Would you do that? Jamie, I'm, I'm just glad to get to visit with you. Right. My son, Randy, and I had a wonderful time talking to you about the website Explore God. Just tell everybody where they would go to find it. Is that all they do is type in Explore God? Is that it? They can. They go to ExploreGod.com is the website. And then we're also on six different sort of social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And you can find us there as well. And in Spanish, exploradios.com. So okay. we got it all covered. <laughs> and how many followers have you? You've grown mighty fast in a short period of time. We have. And um, we are closing in on uh, 10 million followers on our social wow. media platforms and over 80 different countries um, and, and 38 of the 50 states just in the last 10 months. So it's been amazing to see how God has blessed this ministry. And just frankly, just the hunger that we see on the internet of people trying to search for purpose, for meaning, answers to some really basic questions that, you know, either they're going to find the Christian answer or they're going to find some heresy. So if they type in a concern or a question, give, give them an idea, they go to explore God Let's say they're being challenged. Let's say, right. say if they're in a battle with depression or if they're having tension or there's a resentment or bitterness or dissension, how do they, how do they find some help? So the, the whole objective of Explore God is really to try to redefine what spiritual conversations looks like, what um, evangelism looks like, what outreach looks like. And so really trying to change the tone where it's a, it's a safe non-judgmental place to come and actually have a conversation. And what we have found with this younger generation is that they really want to have a dialogue. 
So we have multiple topics and they can go and click our topics tab. They can watch videos. We have over 150 videos, um, over 200 articles on things like why does God allow pain and suffering? Is Jesus really God? Um, and, uh, you know, what is my purpose and meaning in life? And so really, and we've collected and curated answers from people sort of all over the country, authors, poets, musicians, um, pastors that sort of answer those questions and engage people in dialogue, both on the website as well as in our social media platforms. Well, I mentioned when I came on, Betty, that, that uh, she met us while we were talking mm -hmm. about water, but I, would you mind telling <laughs> our viewers what happened, what you were doing and what you heard and your concern and then what you saw? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of neat how everything comes full circle. So I have four children, three biological and one we just adopted actually in this past February. But my oldest, Abigail, when she was five years old, um, the Life Today show was on in my bedroom and uh, I was getting ready in the morning. And the next thing I know, I hear the door shut to my house. Going outside. <laughs> Going outside, which is never good when you have a five-year-old <laughs> and a three-year-old and you hear somebody walk out the door. And I run to the front door and I said, Abigail, where are you going? Get back in this house. She said, I'm going to raise money to build a well. And I was like, excuse me, because I had been getting ready. And so she came back in and I said, you just can't go knock on doors and ask people to give you money. And, um, but it was clear that she had been really moved because I remember it said that every seven seconds someone dies of dirty drinking water. That really penetrated her mind. So I said, all right, let's, let's do something. Let's bake cookies and we'll go and knock on doors. Well, the next thing I know, she's getting invited to Kiwanis and Junior <laughs> Leagues. And, and like four, four or five weeks later, she had raised more than $5,000 for this well. Um, it, was, it was really amazing. So, um, you know, 10 years later, she still has a heart and passion for the Lord. Um, she's got a savings account to be able to go on missions trips. And I took her on a missions trip to Peru just two years ago. So... It's pretty amazing. How old is she now? She just turned 16. That's great. <laughs> hey, I thank know. you. You're watching, I know. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm grateful that, that we we not only got to meet uh, because we did a story on that. Remember, while we were talking, they were cutting in some clips of her. And uh, I'm glad we got to meet. But I was very excited and I know, Betty, you've watched my interest in trying to <laughs> learn how to speak in the social media mm -hmm. world. It's a whole, it's a whole it's different a whole world. world, but it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's very captivating and interesting. Well, what did you hear her talking about a while ago that might have gotten your interest in what they're doing? Well, I think just the title, Explore God, because right. there's a lot of curiosity, don't you think, of people and they're in situations in their life. They're wondering, where are you, God, or, or right. all about wanting to know more about Him. Yeah, I think the thing that's really fascinating is if you look at the statistics of this next generation, right? So for all the, the grandmothers out there, for all the parents out there, the moms out there, um, a lot of the research that shows that just in the U.S. alone, that 85% of that generation really does not have a personal relationship. In the United States, you know, not, not in a third world country in the United States, that shows that one third of this generation uh, claims to be nothing. When you ask what their religious affiliation is, they say, I'm nothing. 70% um, of this generation, if they grew up in the church and they go, to, they go off to college and then they leave the faith. 
And so there's a sort of a pandemic happening in the US. And yet with all that sort of negative statistics, what we see is that they've been told that they're an accident of DNA slapping together. And they're saying, why am I here? You know, what is my purpose and meaning in life? And they're trying to figure out the pain and the suffering. And, and we have found that they're incredibly hungry to be able to engage in a conversation. And that's the beauty of the internet, right? Is that it's safe. Um, you can hide behind that computer screen and you can ask any question. And we, um, we saw just recently uh, that the research shows that every month, 3.8 million searches on the word Jesus on, on Google, on Google, on Google, right? 3.8 million searches just on the word Jesus. Well, if you go and do that, you'll see that there really is no Christian answer. It's Wikipedia mm -hmm. and the Mormons and the Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm -hmm. And so Explore God is trying to occupy space on that real estate to be able to engage young people and also really to equip grandparents and parents to be able to have those dialogues with their children, to be able to have dialogues with in high schools and colleges and everywhere else. How do you in 2018 have meaningful conversations about Jesus Christ and about the questions that people are asking? And that's the space we're really trying to fill. Do you have some well-known you know, speakers and teachers that people would know that are on there in particular, or you just find someone very gifted to communicate in that particular area? We have all sorts. We've curated a really great group of different um, speakers. We have people like Eric Metaxas and Gabe Lyons and Andy Crouch and Lisa Turkers from Proverbs 31 and Jenny Allen and just a lot of groups of people that we've pulled together that can speak into their personal testimony and we're really trying to talk with stories and also with apologetics. And you know what we had really seen was if you looked at the world today, there's a lot of discipleship material out there. I mean, there's like thousands of books on discipleship and there's a lot of books on how to do outreach, but there really isn't a lot of tools to actually do the outreach. Like what do I use nowadays? You know, we grew up, my, my grandfather was a Baptist preacher and we'd go door to door with our, our gospel tracks. Well, you know, people don't answer the door anymore. You can't go door <laughs> no, to door. Billy Graham had tents and he leveraged TV like yourself and radio to share the gospel. Well, how do you share the gospel in 2018? Well, you use the internet. I mean, this generation spends nine hours a day on the internet. Nine hours, I mean, it's like this, you know, you can see them. It's pretty amazing how much time they're spending there. And that's, if they have a question and about much God. much of it is anything but good. It is. And if they have a question to where we would have gone to the library or Britannica or our Sunday school teacher, if they have a question, it's, it's Google. Yeah. Or they ask a friend on, on social yeah. media. Now, are you finding people curious about God or finding their way amazingly to your site? Absolutely. I mean, the, the response has been exponential. We've been growing. This has really only been going on for four years, four or five years, and we're up to 10 million. It's been growing at like 10% quarter over <laughs> quarter. But I think the thing that's really interesting is that if you go to our exploregod.com Facebook page, you'll find conversations taking place between Muslims and Buddhists and atheists and Christians, and not in a hostile and confrontational way, but a real meaningful, transparent, 
dialogue that's going on about who is God, who is Jesus, why does God allow these things? And it's, it's a great place. I mean, our number one country outside the U.S. is Pakistan. And that's as far amazing. as it yeah. really is. Yeah. So, so are they asking questions about Christianity from Pakistan? They, or do they, they do. They do. They ask questions about, we have a lot of conversations about who was God and who was Jesus. And, you know, one of the things that we have found that's really important with this generation, um, this next generation, is they don't want to be preached at. They don't want to be told. And so the, the philosophy at Explore God is to present the truth, have a dialogue, and then let the Holy Spirit do the rest of the work, right? And so we do a lot with asking questions. We ask a lot of questions and let them, through that question process, really think through, what, what is it that I think about this? And then, well, here's what, here's what the Bible says. Here's what Christianity says. Um, but it's really unique what we see taking place of Explore God. And we're really just trying to let as many families know about it and as many churches know about it as possible to use it in the outreach and churches. Because I think churches are really struggling with what should evangelism and outreach look like in today's modern era, in the digital era. And, um, and everything we have on our site is free. So that's, that's the big catch. As sure. it's all. Can you tell uh, from the people that do ask the questions, they go on your site, and how many, I mean, are there very many that have indicated they have a, a Christian foundation that they grew up on, or are, are people just not aware and really don't know anything about God? We get it. We really get it all. It's sort of like this um, continuum of where people are on their faith journey, and we get some people that are right at the beginning, and they say, I'm an atheist, and we get some people who grew up in church and, and left and have been disenfranchised for, for whatever reason, and so we kind of meet everybody along that continuum, really. You said your grandfather, I believe, was a preacher, but he he, didn't you have some challenges in your own life that might have prepared you to understand why people want to... Uh, have a clear understanding. What 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 happened um, in the challenges that you had? Yeah, so I um, I grew up in an interesting family. My dad was an Air Force pilot, so I grew up moving every three years. I actually lived in West Ger West Germany, you know, when it was divided during the Cold War. Um, my mother was obviously the preacher's kid, right, a Baptist preacher, and so. Um, my dad really found Christianity to be for sort of the weak, maybe for the the stupid, and and was sort of embarrassed by a lot of it. Thought that Christianity was a bunch of hypocrites, and so from the time I was at 13 years old, every night at the dinner table, there were lots of conversations about, well, how do you explain this? How do you explain that? Um, I can remember him sending me letters at, in college with, uh, that's when, you know, before email. <laughs> and, they, and they would literally, he would highlight quotes from Richard Dawkins. Well, how did, what do you say to this? And, um, and so I had to give a quick defense to what I believed or, you know, maybe he has a point. And, um, and so that sort of, that idea of being able to stand up for truth and figure out how to do that was um, really passionate for me. And then I went into a, a political career for almost 25 years and uh, found that people were just as interested in these questions even in that sphere. So I, was, uh, I had run for U.S. Senate a couple of years ago and found that 
I would find myself in these really fascinating conversations with all these 20 year olds that I was sort of an enigma to because they would agree with me on some issues, but obviously not on a lot of these socially conservative issues. And um, we would have these fascinating conversations. Before I knew it, I was talking about C.S. Lewis and John Piper and Ravi Zacharias. And, um, and so that was really what I saw that there really is a hunger and that's the thing is there is a hunger. The question is, where do you go to reach this generation, right? You're, you can't go door to door. They don't answer the door, but they're nine hours a day on the internet and they're searching for answers and they're gonna find an answer. Now, you know, whether it's the right one or wrong one is a different, sure. is a different issue, but um, they are really, they really do wanna engage in conversation. We see that all the time. You're very excited about the fact that you can offer this to churches and to people who want to help people totally free and any church can use it. And it looks like churches are jumping on board yeah. to, to really take access with what you're offering. Yeah, we've had thousands of churches use it. We, are, we have a piece of content shared about every 90 seconds on the internet. So we do see a lot of interest and we get stories all the time. We, we received a story last year of, um, of a sp Hispanic gentleman who was struggling with suicide. And he felt like he had done things that were unforgivable to his family. He didn't really elaborate and had come across our site and said, I didn't even know I had purpose and meaning in life, right? And, and sort of the encouragement that he found through Explore God is that encouraged him to find faith in the Lord and, and move forward. And so that's just the thing, right? I mean, he was, he was suicidal and where did he go, you know, oh, before yeah. he made a decision? Mm -hmm. I mean, he went, he went to the internet and that's really our heart of Explore God is that um, where is, who's the answer gonna be? And there's 3.8 million searches on the word Jesus and is the answer gonna be truth or is it not going to be truth? And then when they do come, how do we engage them? And I think that's the thing that we've, we're really excited about is that, is that tone. Well, this is definitely the way to communicate. You appreciate what Jamie's doing and the <laughs> passion, the vision God's given him. I'm, I'm very grateful. Yeah, and I would, I would encourage your, your audience and your listeners, if they go to exploregod.com, we'll have sort of a life today free, free um, resource that they can use too, that they can use personally or with their children and grandchildren. We'd love to, to give it away. So. Well, thank God for that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, again, thank Jamie. We appreciate you being here. Jamie, I'm, uh, I'm going to uh, uh, take all of our viewers. Uh, you know, we're offering this beautiful coffee cup. We have one for the morning and one for the evening. <laughs> And uh, our viewers seem to enjoy that. I guess they like to watch Live Today sometimes when they're <laughs> maybe having a morning coffee. But we're going to go back where your, your daughter, you know, pointed you. Mm. Are you glad she saw that? Are you excited <laughs> about what she did? Well, it's, it's formed her and shaped her. She opened a little savings account and would put her dollars allowance in every to be able to say because one day she wants to be able to go see that well that she built in Africa. That's Isn't one that of her great? dreams. Well, I tell you what, I wish you could see all of them. Here, here's what I want you to see. This is our last week for this emphasis, and we need a miracle. You say, well, what kind of miracle? We need people to say, I will give a cup of water, or even more, I'll give toward a well of water that'll just keep giving water to people for the rest of their life and give them life. And you're gonna hear from this mother how vitally important that is. And I pray your heart leaps 
to be the answer to this need, this heart cry, and this genuine request. Watch prayerfully. In Cambodia, finding water often isn't the problem. It can be seen in abundance, nourishing rice fields and livestock. But for its people, it presents a devastating choice. Share this same water with your children or go without. Mothers like Kun Mao know this burden all too well. <sighs> Tragically, Kun Mao lost her son to waterborne diseases, and yet she must again return to the same source which robbed her of so much. In the midst of unimaginable grief, her only water source constantly reminds her of the decision she must make. You can change that. With your help, we can tell mothers like Kun Mao that her children no longer need to drink from sources like this, that fresh, clean water is on its way. You know, Betty and I have been blessed with uh, three children, 11 grandchildren, now four great-grandchildren. We have three little girls. Yeah, they're pretty little girls. One of them could stand there like that one now. She's old enough to, to stand. I watched that mother going down there to get that precious little girl and thinking about, you know, how much we love our children and want the best for them, and that mother wants it too, but she has no choice, but we can give her a choice if we just will. We can, and as I listen to that young mother's broken heart, Nasara, she has already experienced from the loss of her little boy, and now she has the other children that she's concerned about, she's worried about, because she has to force them, as she said, to drink the water just to be able to live at all. But knowing that she could face that same sorrow any time, any day, any moment that they drink that, continue to drink that water. I hope your heart's been touched. I hope you will reach out and let's drill the wells for these precious families that are in such dire need and they have nowhere to turn but to someone to say, please help me. You know, I'm really glad that the missionaries and relief workers can call me and Betty and call us here at Life or send us an email or a note and say, James, we've got a real serious problem here. And we felt like the viewers of life today would want to help. You know, it's, it's not a compliment simply to me and Betty at all. I'm glad they can call us, but it's really a compliment to you because you are sensitive, I believe, to the heart of God. Not only the concern of that mother or the concern of those mission workers, but you're, you're concerned about what God's concerned about. And if Jesus talks about giving a cup of water as being significant, how significant would it be to give a well of water? Well, some of you can actually give a well. 
the average cost is $4,800. If you can do that, and you know some people tell me that's probably as great a joy as I've ever had. You know, we've had a lot of children do that, as you know. They'd go raise the money for a well, just kids. Well, could you give a well? Could you give part of a well and pray others join you? 1,200 or 2,400? I need another or three more join. Most of the money, Betty, that comes for the wells comes from $48 gifts. That's the majority. And from $144. $48 gives 10 people water the rest of their life. 144 gives 30. Now that's how it breaks down. That's not an exaggeration. So would you be a part of that miracle this last week? Would you go online, take your bank card or dial that number and take that card. If you want to write a check, make it to life. But call us, tell us you're sending it in, please. We really need a tremendous surge this last week. Father, I pray every person watching will hear not only the heart cry and the desire of that woman, that mother, but they'll hear your heart, your love, and they'll reach out in love right now. In Jesus' name. Would you please go online? Would you dial the number? Would you make the gift God put on your heart? Thank you for doing it. We have some gifts to say thank you, but you're actually giving the greatest gift. You're giving the gift of life. Thank you for doing it. Today, a mother living in extreme poverty will do the unthinkable. Give her children dirty, disease-filled water that she knows could kill them. With no other choice, what's a mother to do? With your help, clean water is on the way. Mission Water for Life provides a new beginning for thousands of children and their families. A bright future with better health. With your gift today, you can help drill 400 water wells in remote villages in 15 nations. Your gift of $24 will help provide clean water for five people. A gift of $48 will help provide for 10. $72 will provide for 15 people. And $144 will help provide life-giving water for 30 people for a lifetime. With your gift, we'll send you the miracles of Christ, what living beyond impossible looks like. Filled with scriptures, prayers, and stories of Jesus' miraculous power, James Robison adds insight about how to walk in faith and live beyond the impossible. With your gift of $100 or more, request the morning and evening coffee mug set. Each mug features beautiful artwork and scripture from Psalm 92.2, a wonderful reminder of God's faithfulness each day. Finally, please consider a gift of $1,200 to help provide water for 250 people or a gift of $4,800 to help sponsor a complete well. And you may request the beautiful Bridge of Faith framed canvas print by Thomas Kincaid. This is the last week. Please call, write, or make your gift online. Well, I just feel like a lot of prayers are being answered, just like the mother you saw. I really believe that. I want to send you the book, the gift book, Miracles of Christ, what living beyond the impossible looks like. Words and truths that I share and many of our guests share, the beautiful coffee cups. <laughs> These are really nice. Uh, we've given away a lot of nice coffee cups. And you know what? People like them. But you don't give to get a cup. You give to give a cup, a well of water. Thank you. Would you join Betty and me in saying thanks to Jamie Bradshaw again and explore God. Explore God. Real easy to find. And you can explore God and tell others how to go there and use the resource material to help others. Thanks so much for watching. Thank you.
And I used to think I suffered from attention deficit, uh, but I realized I don't suffer from it at all. It's the people around me that seem to have a problem with it. I... <laughs> Next week. Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.